understanding your human design chart is incredibly powerful. It's an amazing tool for personal growth and awareness and development. And when you understand your energetic blueprint and you have that self-awareness, you can lean into decisions that are aligned with your highest potential, that are aligned with making you feel fulfilled and supported and abundant in life. Hey there, welcome to the Fearlessly Curious podcast, your safe space to listen, lean in and learn the diversity of human experiences through the lens of fearless curiosity. When we learn more about each other, we also learn more about ourselves. How? Because when we listen to each other's curiosities and experiences, we relate to that which is in common and that which sets us apart gives us something to reflect on. We learn through and with each other. I am grateful to you, the global community, for your curious questions. The Fearlessly Curious podcast cannot exist without you. Welcome to another episode of the Fearlessly Curious podcast. And today we're diving back in to human design. This is the Human Design 101 episode about finding your true self. So in an earlier episode, I shared with you why I love human design so much. And I gave you a very casual overview of what my perception of human design is, why I love to use it as a life tool for myself especially using it as a foundation tool for my clients and why I just simply love sharing it with my friends and my family. So just as a quick recap, the system combines several ancient traditions to help us, to help people discover who they truly are. And when you discover who you truly are, you are more able to live your best life. So human design is a relatively new system known as the science of differentiation and was downloaded, created, channeled, in the late 20th century, I think it was in 1987, by a man called Ra Uruhu, bless his soul, he's since passed. So he brought in this knowledge. This knowledge basically combines four ancient wisdom, ancient philosophies, the Vedic astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, and the chakra system. And by overlaying each of these systems on top of each other and integrating these different systems, we get human design. And the system provides a unique an incredibly powerful tool for understanding your personality, your strengths, and your vulnerabilities as you navigate life in this world. To live in a way that is fulfilling, to be able to thrive as who you are. So the basis of human design is the idea that each of us has a unique energetic signature, energetic blueprint, and that is based on the exact time, date, and place of your birth. The blueprint or chart, as we call it, is a visual representation of the energy centers and channels in your body. So by understanding your unique energy blueprint, which is visually represented in a chart, you can gain insights into your personality traits, strengths, and vulnerabilities, and how best to navigate these traits in the world around you. So let me begin by breaking your human design blueprint, breaking it down into the centers. So we are provided with nine energy centers. Each of these centers represent different aspects of your personality and therefore an energy that you bring forth through your presence. So by understanding these centers 
and how they relate to your energy type, you can gain a deeper understanding of who you are and leverage that to interact with others in a way that best represent yourself. So let's start at the top. When you look at a human design blueprint chart, you'll see nine centers that are mapped out, overlaid across an image outline of the human body. And right at the top is the center called the crown. So the crown center represents the place of inspiration and ideas and the connection to your higher consciousness. So it's how you receive ideas and inspiration. And when this center is defined, so in your chart, a defined center is colored in or activated in your chart, it suggests that you have a natural, reliable ability to tap into new ideas and inspiration. Next center is known as the Ajna, and it is the center that represents thought, your thinking mind, logic. It's how you process information. It's where your mental activity happens. And when this center is defined or colored in or activated in your chart, it suggests that you have a reliable ability to think deeply and logically. You have a very reliable way of processing information on a mental level. Next down in the center is the throat center. And the throat center represents communication, self-expression, how you bring into the world, you manifest into the world who you are. I want to be careful with the use of the word manifestation because it's so overused out there. So it's how the throat center is where we bring forward is how you express yourself in the world. Let's just use that as a definition. When you have throat center defined, colored in or activated within your human design chart, this suggests that you have a reliable way to connect with others. You are very reliable, consistent in the way that you express yourself in the outer world. So the next center down is known as the will center. The will center in your human design chart is diamond shaped. It literally sits in the center of your chart. And this center represents your drive, your sense of self, I would say. Yeah, sense of self, your drive, your inner compass. And it relates particularly with relationships and love, like a sense of who you are. So when you have this activated or colored in, defined, you basically have a very clear sense of self, a sense of who you are. Next center is known as the heart center or the ego center. And in this center represents your drive, your ambition, your ability to take action. So it's the power center. When this power center is activated, then you have a very powerful presence, drive, ambition. The next center down or across is the emotional center, but we also call that in human design terms, the solar plexus. And this is the seat of your emotions. In the center, it's represented by your sensitivity, your emotional hub, your ability to empathize with the outer world. And when this center is defined or activated, colored in, it suggests that you are highly tuned to your emotions and really feel very connected. You have a deep, deep awareness of your emotional landscape. The next center is known as the spleen. And this spleen center represents the most primal part of you, 
it's where your instinct lives. So it also speaks to your health and your intuition. Different to emotions. Your emotions are your emotions. Your spleen literally is that most primal part. It's literally the center of survival is where you tune into, I want to say tune into fear. We're going to be careful with the use of the word fear because fear is very much anchored on a negative level. It's something that we kind of contract from. But in the spleen center, when you have it activated, you are deeply, deeply tuned into your intuition and your instinct for survival as a very empowered place. Awareness for health and survival. That was the center of the spleen. We've got two more centers to go through. The sacral center is the center that represents life force, which is the ability to take action, to build, to bring energy and activity, life force literally, to any space. If you have this defined and colored in and activated in your child. And finally, the last center is known as the root center. And this center represents stress, timing. There's a pressure. So your adrenaline is activated here. When you have this activated and defined, you are susceptible to feeling the stress of time and the pressure. And you might actually thrive under high pressure situations. So These are the nine centers, energy types and centers, and there are many other important concepts in human design. I'm just giving a very sort of rough and general overview of the centers. The way they represent themselves can shift and change, but the core element, the core qualities are that which I've described to you today. Now, there are other aspects of human design like your authority, which we will go into Now, so in human design, you also have what is called your authority. And the authority is what we refer to as your decision-making hub or home. It's unique to each individual and it's based on your energy type and the definition of your energy centers. So depending on what energy centers you have defined or colored in will influence what your authority is. Now, the goal of following your authority is that it helps you make decisions that are aligned with your unique energy blueprint so that you can live a life that is authentic and fulfilling to you specifically. So knowing this authority will help you circumvent people-pleasing and perfectionism and any other narratives that take you away from being the person you're born to be. You lean into your authority. Okay, there are seven types of authorities in human design. I'm just going to cover them briefly. There's the emotional authority. Emotional authority shows up when you have your solar plexus defined, okay? If you have an emotional authority, you make your decisions based on your emotional wave. That means you need to give yourself time to ride out your emotions, ride out the high and ride out the low before making a decision. So those with an emotional authority are encouraged not to make quick decisions when they're on a high, when they're excited, when they're up, neither to make any decisions when they're on a low, right? They're encouraged to take their time to ride the wave because the wisdom of their decision comes by feeling all those emotions until they reach a place of neutrality. That way, those with an emotional authority can ensure that their decisions are not influenced by temporary feelings, okay? So it's a deep emotional space to ride the highs and lows. So when you know someone who has an emotional authority, you are more able to give them space in order to come to a decision. 
Okay, the next authority is a splenic authority. And people with this authority basically have a defined spleen. Now, with a splenic authority, you make decisions based on your primal instinct. You tuning into the now moment, the intuition, and making a decision right now based on survival. What is the best option right now in this moment? Okay, you trust your instinct and your decisions are best made in the now, not thinking not second-guessing and not doubting, going by that first response of the spleen. Another authority is known as a sacral authority. Now, if you have a sacral authority, your sacral center is defined. And those with a sacral authority, I have a sacral authority. It's an authority that can be guided by a gut feeling. It's something I feel in my gut. And the sacral authoritarians have a sound signature, which is we tend to respond with a sound, a grunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's normally what comes first before we give you an answer. Our decisions are very powerful in the sacral. We literally feel it in the body. It's a gut response. And we best respond to closed questions. Closed questions are questions that require a yes or no answer. Now, it's very powerful to know for those with a sacral authority that there is basically only a yes answer. So if you don't get a clear yes, it's a no. If you get a maybe, it's a no. So anything that's not a yes is at least a no for now. So the sacral response, the sacral authority lives in the gut. It's a gut reaction, gut response that you feel. And often the giveaway telltale sign is, mm-hmm, mm-mm. it's the grunt that the voice will make. Okay. So being aligned with your inner guidance is to listen to your gut response. Then we have the ego authority. Now, ego authority is based on what feels right according to your sense of self and self-worth. So those with an ego authority need to tune into who they are. They need to tune into their voice, their inner voice, and their decisions need to be aligned with their values and their beliefs. So there's a real sense of self there, whereas the other authorities, emotional, splenic, and sacral, very much based on body feeling, whether it's emotional, whether it's instinct, or whether it's the gut. The ego authority is very different. It's very much based on your sense of self, your self-worth, and your value system and beliefs. Then there is the self-projected authority. Now, if you have a self-projected authority, you make decisions based on what feels true and authentic to your self-expression. So what I mean is those with a self-projected authority do best to process their information out loud. They need to speak out loud the process that they go through to make a decision. They need to literally hear their own voice. That is how they come to a decision that is aligned to them by self-projecting it, by speaking it out loud. Okay. Two more to go through. Mental authority. Those with a mental authority base their decisions on their mental process their logical process. It's a very careful process and they need to take their time to analyze on a mental level all the information that is provided to them before making a decision. So there's a process there existing in in an analysis journey with lots of information and time needs to be provided for them. So it's very nuanced here because The premise of human design has always been so that we get out of our heads and into our bodies so that we're not making decisions from our mind. But to be clear, the difference between making a decision from your mental narratives and your mental authorities, your mental authorities, when you have a defined ajna, where you have a reliable 
logical way of processing information. Therefore, you're leaning into what is your strength. You are not leaning into narratives, into stories, into belief systems, but a logical system. Okay, that's the difference. And finally, the last authority is what is known as the lunar authority. And this is pretty much exclusive to the energy type known as the reflector. I haven't covered that yet. But if you have a lunar authority, you basically make decisions on the phases of the moon cycle and the natural cycles of life. So people who have a lunar authority really need to be given a lot of time, sometimes even 30 days to make a decision, to really ride the wave of the nature and rhythm of life itself. All right. Now, there's no right or wrong with any authority. Each individual needs to learn to trust their own inner authority, their own unique decision-making strategy. And the way to learn how to trust that is to experiment with it. And this is what Ra Uruhu invites everybody to do with human design. It's an experiential experiment and make it an experimental experience. You look at your chart, your blueprint, you see what information it provides you, and then you tune into it, you feel into it. Does this feel true? And you can go out and experiment with the different strategies and authorities. And you'll know, you'll know beyond your mind, you'll have a sense of feeling that what is working for you. By following your authority, you will make decisions that are aligned to your true self and that feel fulfilling, that feel right. Okay. So that's me having gone through the nine different energy centers and the different authorities. and. I think I'm going to pause it for there for now because it's already a lot to take in. All you really need to know is at this point, with all that information, maybe you want to save this episode to listen to again, take some notes, but you can get the transcript from the website. Throw me some questions too. It's really important for you to know that there's no real right or wrong authority, okay? You just need to experiment and feel into what's right by you. In the next episodes, I'm going to cover profiles which refers to the way that you interact with the world and other people. And there are 12 different profiles. So I want to give you a lot of space before I jump into that. Each of those profiles has unique characteristics and traits. And there's also the incarnation crosses, which refer to your life purpose. Each incarnation cross has a specific theme or purpose that is related to your personality and energy and ultimately why you're here in this life to learn, to live, to embody, to share. So. Be sure to follow, to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss the next installment of this human design series where I'm going to break down the profiles and touch on the purpose and the methodologies of the incarnation crosses. Understanding your human design chart is incredibly powerful. It's an amazing tool for personal growth and awareness and development. And when you understand your energetic blueprint and you have that self-awareness, you can lean into decisions that align, I'm going to say this over and over again, that are aligned with your highest potential, that are aligned with making you feel fulfilled and supported and abundant in life. If you want to learn more about human design, take your time with it. Move away from trying to sort of grasp these concepts mentally. I would consume the information and let it wash over you. Receive it. Study in the way that it's receiving, listening, integrating it into your body. There are many, many, many resources out there. There are loads of human design analysts and lots of offshoots of human designs out there, different types of human design. I'm a purist. I like to learn from the originator. And so 
I would recommend to you that you head on over to Ra Uruhu's original source website known as jovianarchive.com, J-O-V-I-A-N-A-R-C-H-I-V-E.com. Loads of free resources there. In the meantime, don't get stressed over it. Be fearlessly curious. Play with this. Experiment with it. Experience new things. And throw me your questions, all right? Because I have a sacral authority. I have that gut response, so I'm meant to respond. And I do best when you give me something to respond to. So until the next episode, enjoy being fearlessly curious with human design. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. If you want more, make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode every Friday. And please leave a review if you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to send me your curious questions and experiences as inspiration for future episodes. Your anonymity will be respected if that's what you prefer. For more guidance and support, join my emotional healing, mindfulness and music community over at melissaindot.com. See you next week.